Hello and welcome to the Mixed Era Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B. Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop from boom bap to trap. We're a group of hip-hop enthusiasts from multiple eras trying to bridge the gap in hip-hop. My co-hosts are Kev and DJ Reaper. So, what's up, party people? We get into it tonight with the better of the two. And that is 1998-1999 in hip-hop. So, we're going to have a discussion tonight about where each one lands as far as this thing we call hip-hop in the culture. So I'm going to start it off with our social media plug, and then we're going to jump right into it. You can follow us on Instagram at Pod. Again, that's Pod, And you can follow us on Instagram at Rap. Drop any questions, comments that you have about the show, and we really appreciate you listening. Reaper, tell them where they can find you on social media. You can find me across all platforms, Twitter, Instagram, WeChat, and Mixcloud at the 313Kid. That's T-H-E 313-K-I-D. All right, fellas, let's uh, get into it. A little background on this. We were having a conversation a few weeks back, and we were talking about, you know, artists that were hot in the conversation. And then we were like, man, that year had some good stuff going on in it. So we're going to start it off with 98. And I'm just going to throw out there to the fellas you know, what I thought was one of the most influential projects from that year. And that was Juvenile's 400 Degrees. Would you guys, would you guys consider that a banger something that is, uh, you know, hot in the streets? Yeah, without a doubt. I've gone on, I've gone on record saying that uh, when we, when you talk about, and again, this might be, it's not a hot take, but when you talk about top, maybe not top 10, top 15 or top 25 for certain tracks, hip hop all time back that thing up is on there it evokes such an emotion in people that was you know 20 to 30 when it was out people that were younger when it was out and, and even young people now like back that thing up was just stood the test of time more more than a lot of songs throughout the history of hip hop so for sure 400 degrees yeah, so that is one of the song, one of the projects that we thought was notable. And let's throw it to uh, Kevin, see what he thought was notable for 1998. I think you guys are going to disagree with this one, but my what I would pick, my first pick is uh, Snoop Dogg, Game is Sold and Not Told. What? What? Why? Yes. Huh? Why? I was, at that time, I was a huge, huge, huge Art. Oh, I was I was living in the South, and Snoop came to the South, and I love no love it. No. no, I wasn't living in the South. I'm still in D.C., but I was just a big No Limit fan at the time, and I think this is a good album, man. But you know what? I'm, it, and it's fine, and we're going to talk about this a couple of times throughout the night. It's fine, but when you talk about 1999, you've got No Limit Top Dog, and I'm not going to sit up here and even try to make the argument that Game Is To Be Sold is uh, better or even comparable to No Limit Top Dog, because it's not. I like both albums, though. I would have, I, 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 would, I would say this, though. And that's fine. However. You know what? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to tell you why I give you that. Because I listened to Game, Game Is Told about a month ago. And and I, and I and I listened to it from front to back. I don't think I skipped a song 
and and I was just like, man, I, I really, really love this album. And and I don't think a lot of people really talk about it that much. But I loved all of Snoop's No Limit stuff. So if you want to say one was better than the, I, I think he got better with each album. So I, that's why I really can't argue with that, though. Well, one sold better than the other. I can tell you that. For sure. What, what, what a game is sold probably, probably sold the most. Yes. Right. So, uh, uh, Reaver, do you think that one goes on the bangers list? <sighs> He's still saying no, but that's fine, though. <laughs> but you, I don't know if it doesn't deserve to be on the the bangers list or notable things for 1998. Because sure, it's notable, but I believe Kev's first, and correct me if I'm wrong, I believe Kev's first sentence was not just uh, banger, but we were going to disagree with it. And that's what I'm saying. It's just like, fine. Well, I mean, but it's, I, I, I knew it wasn't going to be a popular choice, but like, but you're asking, but this is my opinion. I mean, like I could pick, like, I'm not going to pick volume two. I, I'm sorry. I love Jay-Z, but volume two wasn't that great to me, but volume two was one of the biggest albums that come out of 98. You know why? Why? Because it's a freaking banger. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. And again, we're, we can circle back to Snoop if you want, but this is my choice for 1998. Uh, I might go out on a limb and say Volume 2 is the best record of 1998. I might go out on a limb and say that. Like, people don't grasp. Because again, it's 1998. So we haven't got to Blueprint. We haven't got to Black Album. In 1998, we've got Reasonable Doubt, which is. It's cool, despite what people say that is being Jay-Z's best record. It's cool. Reasonable Doubt is cool. It's not his best record, though. And then Volume 1 is cool. It's got some really funky ones on there. You know, I know what girls like with Little Kim and Puff. And it's some, it's some, some skippers on there, for sure. But Volume 2 comes out with that Hard Not Life title track and just sort of flips the game upside down. And then Jigga What comes out, Money Cash, Can I Get a introduces Ja Rule, Money Ain't a Thing with JD. Like, man, that record is crazy. Volume 2 is crazy. And it doesn't get the respect it deserves in the pantheon of Jay-Z records either. I would say it's top five Jay-Z records without a doubt. No, it does. It does. They did, people, fans did a uh, a Jay-Z album ranking, like, what was it like two, two, three years ago? Every that was like one of the big things online people were doing, and a majority of the people had volume two in their top three. That's where it deserves to be. But I mean, that, I mean, sitting here looking at it, volume two came out arguably one of the greatest days in hip hop album release history because, oh man, I, I hope this ain't on nobody else's list. But you got the Black Star album, got volume two. Brand Nubian's Foundation, which was a good album. Outcast, A Criminal, which a lot of people love. And the first Tribe Reunion album with Love Movement. That's like an incredible day, man. And for him to stand out among all those albums, that, that's like, I, I'll give you that. Without a doubt. That is definitely one that is, is one of the most notable joints. And you just mentioned what I would pick as my next and that is Outcast Equimini as Equimini. Thank you. I always mess it up. Equimini. And uh, I believe that it's probably looking at my list, top three of that year. But you know what, man? 
and this might be an unpopular opinion, I don't really like Equimini, man. I think you think because, okay, just one sentence. I need one answer. We're not going to go into why. One answer. Kev, what is the best Outcast record? Go. It's either the first or the last one. It's not this one. Come on, man. Come on. I mean, but if I had to, if you, if you, if I had to answer, I'll say the first one. Okay. The first one. No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. Fine. Okay. Fine. Southern Playlistic. Fine. Uh, be wise. What's the best Outcast record? Um, Love Below and Speaker Box. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So I feel like the most common answer you hear is Southern Playlistic or Stankonia. Sometimes Love Below and Speaker Box. And I would even throw in AT Aliens, which means the Quimini is the bottom, right? Yeah. In opinion, but not in sales. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, I will go on record and say I think Equimini is the weakest outcast record. And again, somebody might just, just again, I know what you're thinking. Somebody might say, well, when all your records bangers, there's got to be a weak one. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Because I mean, I'm looking at this track list, man, and I'm. Yeah, storytelling is on there. Rosa Parks is on there. Criminal is on there. Fine, fine, fine. It don't have a lot of good stuff on here, though. What you guys need to stop? It, I like the album cover. It's got some. It's got some good songs on there, but it got some good stuff. But I'm saying a lot of good stuff because, like, I just looked at AT, AT Aliens track list and I'm like, yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> AT Aliens is crazy, man. It's a crazy record. I go look at the AT Aliens track list, man. I, I can I assure you that, that that album is very good. But for some reason, it did not sell as well. It don't matter. It don't matter. It has elevators on it. Yes. but Two dope boys in a Cadillac? <laughs> I'm done. I understand that. But when you, do, when you have Miss Jackson on the album, unfortunately, it, it, it's hard to beat that out. The, the sales that song did, it's hard to beat it. Wait a minute. Elevators is on AT Aliens. Oh, I'm looking. I'm still looking at it. Why are we talking about AT Aliens? <laughs> because I'm, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm like, because 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 we were like, uh, does eight does does a criminal have uh, like a lot of hits or bangers on it? And I'm like, I don't know. It does. A criminal has a. Oh, you talking about AT Aliens have a bunch of hits on it? It's got no a criminal. I'm we're talking. The, the, what's on the table now is a criminal. It has a bunch of hits. I gotta listen to it again. I'm hard. I'm sitting here. I'm hard pressed to find these songs. Miss Jackson is on Stankonia. It's not on the Criminal. Right. Let me look at the track list then. I'm looking. I'm looking at the track list for Stankonia right now. Go over the track list for us then. Yeah. On Stankonia. No, on the Quimini. It has uh, skewed on the Barbie on here. Rosa Parks. Hold on. Oh, Rosa Parks. Yes. Skewed on the Barbie, Equimini, Synthesizer, but, and Spodiote, but, Spodiote, but that's it. Uh, I'm, I'm cool on the rest of them songs. All right, man. Who's next up? Me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the love movement by Tribe. Let me just say this. You're not wrong, but you're not right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great attempt at a bringing Jerobi back into the group. It didn't do as well as it should have. And now when you want to put, like the conversation we just had about putting their albums ranked, 
you know Love Movement doesn't make the top five of their albums, right? You know that. As far as sales or as far as... As far as everything, that album doesn't not, it, that is not what people talk about when you talk about the tribe. I mean, but but I don't really, I'm one of those people that I feel like, do do these people who do these rankings or have these opinions actually listen to someone's discography? And a lot of times, a lot of people don't listen to discographies. They'll listen to what's popular. I mean, but like, they made uh Low End Theory and Midnight Marauders, man. Like when you, I've talked about this, and I'll keep talking about it till I'm blue in the face. When you make something that's just greatest of all time, if you're not coming, it's hard to overcome that, right? And if you're not coming correct every time, it's kind of booty automatically for real. Like if you ask me, but really, yeah, man. Like it's really unfortunate that you can't. But again, and it's not even. That you like made a great album and then just like fell off and then, you know, like peaks and valleys. You came out the box, Beats and Rhyme, Low End Theory, Midnight Marauders in a row. It's just like good, better, best. You know what I mean? And it's just kind of like. Please, please, please don't don't leave off. Probably there again, there's an argument. Younger people always leave them off. But if you're in my age range, their first album. Is is one of their best albums. But again, I just said good, better, best. You know, I'm not discounting it, but I'm saying Wait, no, you named you named the low end theory, Midnight Marauder, Beats, Rhymes, and Life. But pretty much Oh, did I say I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. I meant uh people's instinction. I, I mean I meant to say that. I'm, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm like, whoa, not yeah, you're right. No, but I said good, better, best. I'm saying uh people's instinction good, uh low end theory better and then midnight marauders. My apologies. Yes, I can give you that. I'll give you that. But it is definitely in their top three. I'm with that at all. But Love Movement? I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> all right, that's cool. But but you're not wrong, though. That's the problem. Because it sold well. It just didn't sell great. So, uh, Reaper, what do you got on the bangers list? I would argue, and again, I think there's an argument to be made for number one. But... If not number one, absolutely number two, Miss Lauren Hill with the miseducation. No doubt. Straight banger, sales, everything, charting. It is a real banger. What say you, uh, Kev? This is one of those albums where... Yo, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. I dare you to say something disrespectful about this album. I dare you. I would, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say nothing disrespectful. I I will say this. You you sound like you're getting ready to curl your lips up and say something. No 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 no. I will agree with you on this point. I think that it is the best album all musical genres that came out that year. But but are we considering it a rap album though? Come on, man. Okay, for the sake of argument, it's a rap album, and you're right. I'll give it to you. Like. I can't see. I definitely think that it deserves to be on here as that. I know there was uh, quite a bit of singing tracks, but it made the rap charts. And I think that it's, it's, it's a valid entry if it makes the rap charts. So definitely Lauren Hill, the miseducation of Lauren Hill goes on the bangers list. Undoubtedly. Let's move on to me. And I got to add in someone who, you know, we haven't talked about yet, and he is, uh, you know, 
easily these these first few years of his career were his best years and that's dmx with uh it's dark and hell is hot what say you reaper which one are you gonna i mean they both you know deserve acknowledgement but are you picking it's dark or are you picking flesh of my flesh so i know i know i know there's two but i I chose it together (laughs) you can't do that Why not? Because they're two separate albums. No, Flesh and My Flesh goes under 99. My bad. What you, what you mean you chose it together? Yeah, it was 98. You can't do that. You got to pick one. I know, but when if you if you look it up, if you if you Google it, if you look up 99, best rap albums of 99, it comes up under 99. No, it came out the end of 98. Yeah, because also 99 has, 99 has, and then there was X as well. So that's what I'm saying. DMX, man, look, DMX gets credit for releasing two number one albums in one year. It's a 90. Okay. You got to pick one. Then then I'm going with uh, It's Dark and Hell is Hot over My Flesh. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, I think uh, pretty sure uh, Flesh and My Flesh might have sold better, but uh, just hot out the box with It's Dark. Rough Riders Anthem is on there. Get At Me Dog is on there. How's it going down? The first Damien is on there. You know, it's very respectable record, man. It's a very respectable record. And again, Rough Riders Anthem is just Rough Riders Anthem, you know. <laughs> it's something new. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, rest in peace, DMX, man. No doubt. Kevin, think it deserves to be on the list? Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's what's up. Moving on. But, but you know what? Here, before we move on, I will say, though, I will say since it's dark, flesh of my flesh, and in, and then there was X all follow fall under this pantheon of ninety eight ninety nine. I might be tempted to pick and then there was X over both of the ninety eight records. I, I could definitely get on board with that. Well, there's no controversy there. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but uh, now we move it on. Cav, Cav, what's what's what we got next? The locks, money, power, respect. You know what? I saw that on there because I want to say The Locks is the first hip-hop record that came out in 98, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, hmm, because maybe I've heard that record front to back. I, I, I can't even sit up here and tell you that I've heard it front to back, though. I'm not sure. I have not, but I know the bangers from it, though. Yeah. If you think I'm jiggy. I, 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 I don't know, man. <laughs> You know, I don't know if you hear anybody buzzing in the streets, especially nowadays talking about a locks, right? They don't. They don't. And and surprisingly, because even though, you know, Jada had those two versus performances and he got so, so much love for him, it, it you know, he's, they said his record sales went up, but it wasn't like the locks or Jada kids got a lot of radio play behind it, though. No, they definitely didn't, but it it was a boost for both uh, the group as well as Jada Kiss, and their uh, streaming numbers went crazy. And I think it helped out a lot for their overall touring because people did go back and listen to albums like this and got an appreciation for it. So I'm going to give him, just for me, I'm not going to put my, any words in Reaper's mouth, but I'm going to give it for me and say that I think it could be on the low end as far as as far as appreciative people appreciative we're just going by that year i don't think people really appreciated it that year so is it a- you know what i would do i put it on the underrated 
How about that? You want to slide it to the underrated list? Um, I, I can't really comment because I haven't really heard it. Um, money, power, respect is what we need in life. So you can add it if you say so. Apparently, the track, the title track was rated number 53 on greatest hip hop songs of all time. Yes. But um, if you think I'm Jiggy is the most 90. Sales wise, it really wasn't that, you know, it wasn't popping like that. Yeah. If you think I'm Jiggy is one of the most 90s sounding titles that I've ever heard. And you know what? I don't know when the next time we're going to be able to talk about Money, Power, Respect, but Sheik Looch has the most 90s line of all time on that song. He comes in, beat drops, and he says, my whole clique is bout it, bout it. <laughs> so <laughs> yep. <laughs> I really hope that song lives forever just because of that line. Like people don't understand, but like how people say lit today or something like that in the nineties when people were saying bout it, bout it, bout it, bout it. Like, oh my gosh, man. You talk about something that has just been lost to time. That's man, that is super funny. Definitely. Definitely. Let's keep it rolling though. Man, I was just looking at something again and I scrolled up. How about big pun, capital punishment? I'm 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 on board with that one. What what, what about you, uh, Kev? I might have to say no with that one. Capital punishment? No. Yeah. It went platinum. And <laughs> uh, yeah. He gets no love for doing better than the man who brought him in the game. He did better than Don Carnegie. I'm, I'm not understanding what you're saying, though. We're talking about bangers. If you look, I wasn't. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I wasn't the biggest pun fan, and after seeing him perform live, it that really, it really turned me off. Okay, I'm not. But I mean, outside of, I mean, like. I like still not a player. I mean, I got you. Got to give me something else because I'm sitting here. Look, I didn't really. I mean, Twins was okay, but it wasn't like this song. I'm about to say Twins, man. Twins, huh? So I was just about to say Twins. That's the one that everybody goes for, right? That was okay, but I mean, what else was on here that was just like so great though? I I, I bring it up. I mean, wait a minute. Um um. Uh, Reaper brought this up. I'm thinking I'm getting ready to defend myself. Let me stop. Uh, Reaper, defend yourself. What? What? I'm just. I'm not about to argue for this album. I'm. I'm. Just... <laughs> 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 I'm. I'm nah. I'll save my uh, argument. Not this one. <laughs> I'll save my argument for something else. I'm not dying on this hill. We don't want to put capital punishment and big pun for bangers for '98. All right. Because, again, I think the sample for Don't Want to Be a Player No More is still, at least in my DJing, I could I can get away with playing that sample or the, or the hook on that joint and, and get somebody on the dance floor. That's just me. I'm not speaking for Reaper. He plays for a different audience. But if I play that hook, man, I, I, can, I can get some people on the floor. Yeah, I, I get it in there. I'm, look, I'm not, the, I'm not in that big pun was great crowd. I, I think he was overrated, if you ask me. So that's that's my opinion. All right. Well, then we're coming down to the the list is getting real low. I'm gonna jump in here with. Uh, Wait, how many more we got for the bangers? I think if we get two more on there, we'll be where we need to be. One, two, three, four. All right, five, six, seven. You said two more. Six, two more. So that 
Yeah, just stop. Just, just stop at the two. <laughs> so I'm going to throw in there uh, Buster Rhymes Extinction Level Event. I can get down with that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can do that. All right. So, Buster, one more. Kev, you? Uh, bangers. Bangers for that year. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, what about the first Black Star album? I was boy, I was about to choke you if you didn't mention that. I'm on board. I, I was thinking that it only, but that was man, that was a banging album. I was thinking that though. I don't know if it belongs more in uh, bangers or underrated though. Nah, you know what? You're right. You're right. I know he's gonna say that. It only went gold. You're right, man. What? And I and I feel like, especially in the years since, because Talib has done a, a lot more stuff as a solo, and then Most Def Yasin Bay has done a lot more other stuff, even like acting and stuff. I feel like, even when I first found the Black Star record, I didn't find it until I was in like high school or college, and it was something just sort of trolling around on the internet, Wikipedia, just reading, and was like, oh, they had an album together. Like I didn't know that. <laughs> okay well i got a replacement then okay nori the first one nori solo project yeah i'm pretty sure it's 1997 eh oh 98 july 98 yeah it's 98 is it july 98 you know what again is that underrated though or is that no because um band from tv the nori song band from tv is on there Oh, Super Thug is on there. Super Thug. That was the single. Yeah. Mm, I don't hate the choice. What? I don't hate it either, but I, I let me let me throw this on the table. I'd rather throw two DMXs on there than Nori. Huh? I'd rather put Flash on there as well. Mm, I'm not mad at that either. If I put Flash up against Nori, I I'm 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 gonna listen to that DMX all day. Okay. I'm not mad at that, man. And I put Nori as number two on, on our on our underrated. So we're, we already got two on on underrated. Nori and the Locks. And um, the Black Star. Thought you said. Oh, we gonna we gonna move that over. Black Star. Everybody cool with that? Black Star is coming in our underrated list. All right. All right. So that's our eight for ninety eight. Got two for DMX. We have. Outcast, we have Juvenile, we have Jay Z's Hard Knock Life, and we have Lauren Hill, and we do, do we we gave a pass to Snoop Dogg, correct? Yeah, Reaper. Yes, a pass. What do you mean? It, we we wanted we it made the list, right? Uh, that'll give us eight if Snoop makes the list. Yeah, that's fine. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> So Snoop gives us eight, and there we have it for our uh, bangers for 98. So moving on to underrated, and we already have three. That's the Locks, Busta, and Nori. All right, fellas. Up, Reaper, your most underrated for 1998. I don't know if it's most underrated, but it is underrated for 98. Uh, Beastie Boys, Hello Nasty. No doubt. And I don't know why it's underrated because you know that album sold like four million that year. Because I think No, I'm, I'm sorry, my bad. Three million. It sold three million that year. 
I think Beastie Boys just being around. So 98, you know, came out in 86, 87. They just been out for so long. And the 80s stuff sounds, it's kind of like uh, when Run DMC started to do stuff like into the 90s or even like when Rev Run did that solo album and he was still like yelling and, you know, doing that that old style. And it's just like, nah, this this not what hip hop sounds like in 1998. And, um, and even like Intergalactic, it's a hip hop song for sure. And you know what? Intergalactic, a lot of B-boys like, that song because it's really a beat but yep i don't know i feel like it it hit more of like a a mainstream level almost like a uh i don't want to call it pop but almost like a a pop level success more so than just more so than just hip-hop success it was it was yeah so maybe people don't uh especially because man in in this era with dmx and like jay-z you got some pretty rugged stuff coming out and uh intergalactic was a single and uh body moving which are those sort of like like upbeat sort of like car jams you know that was coming out at the time like uh chemical brothers and stuff like that you know what i mean no doubt no doubt so definitely needs to go on to the underrated list i'm gonna jump in here with one of mine and i don't think it's gonna do well but i really enjoyed it and this i'm going west coast on this one that's dj quick with uh, rhymalism, can't say I've heard it. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember that one. No DJ Quick fans. I don't even see it on here. All right, we'll pull up the uh, track list. I don't see it on his '98 list. On his track list? At the end of '98. It's on the '98 list. Ah. Uh... Yeah, it came out, and uh, I'm sorry, I was looking up his. Tra- it, it was when he had gotten uh, a taste of and being in trouble and he wanted to go a little softer. So he had a couple of tracks on there that were for the ladies. He had a lot of songs for the ladies. <laughs> a lot. I do remember this now because I remember because as soon as I saw the album cover, I, first thing that came to my mind was Elder Barge. Yep. Yep. I remember this one. I, I ain't care for this one too much. It was all right. But it, yeah, like you said, it was too soft. Yeah, I wasn't with this. But he had to do something because he was in, you know, he he was he was he was in some deep trouble during that time. So that's the only reason I'm giving him love because uh, this particular track definitely was underrated based on the ladies like this. There were some songs if if you the, the women I was dating during that time, if you put this joint on, you could get them in the mood. Well, well, well that, that that's almost a guarantee right there then. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Reaver, you think it makes the under underrated list? Underrated. I mean, y'all got uh real time experiences with it if you say like no, this was a guaranteed success. <laughs> Elder Bar DJ Quick at the time, they were hot. They were hot in Yeah. Elder Bar was still getting it in the late nineties. All right. That works. All right, on the UKF. Ah, uh, the Black Eyed Peas first album. Yuck. You know, that, that, that's, that, it had two tracks on it that I thought were real hip hop tracks, but they didn't do very well. And I don't know if they last the test of time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop this one to Reaper. I don't know, man. That's a tough one. I'm absolutely okay with that. And again, it's, I mean, it's one of them things where maybe it does fit the, the, the description of underrated especially when you think about where their career went after this, 
it went in a completely different direction. But it's like, oh, man, but if you go back and listen to that first Black Eyed Peas record, man. So I, I guess, but that's about all I'm going to say about it. I'm I'm absolutely cool on the first Black Eyed Peas record. <laughs> and underrated or not, I mean, they it's kind of like Pitbull. You know, Pitbull used to rap with DJ Khaled and Rick Ross and all of them. But he found his lane. And he's doing a much better job than, you know, trying to be a hard rapper. Or not saying that he's not hard, I don't know, but portraying a hard Miami, you know, rapper than doing, you know, three oh five worldwide and the sunglasses and, you know, headlining shows and making millions of dollars. You know, I'm not gonna say black eyed peas should have oh man, if they just would have stayed hip hop, man, stayed true to the game. Nah. I'm not even going to say that because they <laughs> will I am, man. I mean, I mean, will I am, I don't know about anymore, but there was a little second there where will I am was almost a household name for real. Like will I am and uh, Fergie. So yeah, but this was before, this was, this was pre Fergie though. Yeah, it's before, this is before Fergie, I'm, but I'm saying they ascended to heights that they would not have ascended had they stayed on what they was doing on that first record. So I guess if you want to acknowledge it, it's been acknowledged, but uh, I don't know about adding it to the list. Okay. It's it's cool. (laughs) My turn. Exhibit 40 days, 40 nights. Not. It's a not. We're not, right? We're not. All right. And I heard the one you're giving. I'm going to let you give it again, uh, Reaper. Exhibit 40 days, 40 nights. Mr. X to the Z. Coming on the scene in 98, what you see is what you get now. One of the best music videos of all time, period. Great music video. Song was hype. Showed mad love to the West Coast. That one song alone gets him on underrated for me. Man, I mean, and it's a, I remember uh, back in the day, I don't know if y'all had Media Play. There was a store called Media Play in the Pantheon of Best Buy, Circuit City and stuff. Media Play was like it was almost like Sam Goody. It wasn't it it was a wannabe Sam Goody, let's say that. And uh Sam Goody was a, a CD and record store for people that don't know. Or they did tapes too, I guess. But anyway, I went to Media Play in like yeah, 2000 or so and grabbed this record. It was on sale, man, and I remember just like, man, who is this? This is crazy. And then he followed it up with uh, Restless in 2001, which is just a a really underrated record, but a really great record, if you ask me. But Exhibit X to the Z is the choice. Add it to the list. Don't argue. <laughs> Kev? <laughs> no, he's right. A, a three-card Monty? That was a good song, too. I remember that. All right. All right. So Exhibit makes it. And I'm coming next with, we already talked about uh, his uh, protege, uh, Fat Joe, with Don Carnegie. Yeah, sticking on there. No argument. Kev? <sighs> you know okay i will okay i will say what i said off air i do think fat joe became big time or mainstream or whatever you want to say it in 2000 or 2001 the next record jealous one still envy but uh don cartagena especially when you talk to heads is the one that they refer to maybe 2001 uh, jealous one still envy is too shiny or too you know mainstream and Don Cartagena did go gold, and it did come out the box really hot. I think a hundred thousand or so in the first week, gold within two months. And uh, yeah, 
Kev, your turn. Let's see what you say. <laughs> ah, I want to say, I, you know what? I can't, I can't really find an argument for no. So put it on. All right. That Joe makes it. We got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, two more, fellas, two more for 98 most underrated. Um, I'll just jump in if nobody has anything off the top. Uh, I actually, I mean, maybe not sales-wise might keep it off being a banger, but um, I feel like there's an argument to be made banger, uh, underrated, absolutely, but possibly banger, moment of truth, gangstar. Oh, yeah. No doubt. I'm on board with that one. It's definitely underrated, and um, it sold okay for them. They did have one others that uh, one other album that did better, but uh, definitely I'm, I'm with you on that one, Gangstar. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Rest in peace, Guru. All right, that's number seven, Gangstar. One more, fellas. No doubt. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm gonna throw a stupid one out there. You guys may not agree. I'm gonna stay on the West Coast again. Mac Dre, stupid doo doo dumb. You know what, man. I've always heard the Mac Dre hype and I've heard some stray songs from my Bay Area friends, but I'm the wrong person to ask about Mac Dre. <laughs> Mac Dre had good songs. He didn't he didn't have good albums. No, definitely did not have good albums. He didn't have good albums. He he could give you like he had it was it was fun stuff. It was, he had some enjoyable stuff, but like a whole album, no. All right, I'm not going to argue about that. I'm going to keep it moving on next to you, Kev. I don't know why I want to say it. I don't want to say this one. I'm going to say it anyway. Mac 10, The Recipe. Was that his first or second album? Uh, Probably second. Yeah, so I remember the first uh, album was hot. I don't remember that second one. All right. No, no, let me just, let me, well, actually, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm, let me look at the track list. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm missing something here. Reaper, what about you? You 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 know that one? Nah, the first Mac Dre. I mean, uh, Mac Ten. I mean Mac Dre. Oh my gosh, Mac Ten. <laughs> uh, Westside Connection, and then like Banger Ball, like when he was doing this stuff with Cash Money. Ninety. Man, I remember. Man, why are you looking this stuff up? I remember uh, when they still used to do radio spots for albums and when he used to do commercials coming summer 98 Ray Z's with the with the smash hit singles and man I <laughs> but you know what though I wanted to say Onyx shut him down but I, I don't think any I don't know if you guys listen to Onyx though you know what I do like uh that that record that era of Onyx I don't know if I would yeah, die on the hill and say right. it deserves to be. How about, uh, again, let's just, if we just rapid fire, and how about uh, Charges to the Game, Silk the Shocker? That I will definitely, I'll take that one. That's cool. I just, I'm sorry. I just don't know this recipe joint. I don't really know the songs on here, but I know Shocker joint. That's Silk the Shocker. His first albums. You know, again, I was a fan of No Limit coming up. It ain't my fault. <laughs> you know, uh, Silk came out with his offbeat rhyming and wait, wasn't that, wasn't that like a, a a featured heavy album though? Uh, mo- most, yeah, 
But that's a lot of the No Limit stuff, eh? Yeah, a lot of No Limit stuff was feature heavy because they was trying. No, not really. No, they were- they had a lot of features, but I'm like, I think, I yeah, this Silk song, damn near every song has a feature on it. Yep, it's still credited as a Silk the Shocker record though, and that it ain't my fault, man. Was, and again, I think this is a, I think this is a, a, a interesting thing for uh, what we plan to talk about later. Songs that was wild, that was crazy at the time. Even just being a youngster in in '98, everybody was playing and talk about it ain't my mom, you know. But but now, <laughs> man, I don't know. I don't even know if young people know who Silk the Shocker is, which is kind of wild to think about. I think they do. I think, but I think I think Silk the Shocker is like a. He's he, he's a meme meme rapper now, like someone who who shouldn't have been, made a lot of money in the game or even lasted that long. Is how a lot of people look at him now. Like, how did he make it? You know what I'm saying? He's like, uh, who is it? I don't want to say Memphis Bleak, but I- <laughs> yeah. well, no, Memphis Bleak made it because of Jay Z. That's what I'm saying. Like somebody who shouldn't have made it, but because of. Uh, uh, a bigger artist co-sign is why they were able to even sustain a career. Like, if it wasn't for Master P and if it wasn't for C-Murder, Silk wouldn't have been, wouldn't have did half the stuff he was able to do. So, I'm just going to interject here. And I know, because a lot of people do this, especially heads, and like to throw C-Murder over Silk the Shocker, but Silk the Shocker kept, he and Romeo kept No Limit Above Water by themselves. When nobody else's stuff was selling after they first one or two albums, those two kept the record label open. What years, though? Uh, the later years, you know, definitely this album here did well, but he had several albums that went gold and did well. He was regionally, and I would tell you more towards the West Coast than the East Coast. He kept the doors open. He and Romeo, you know, Romeo, you know, he did his thing, but it was, a, you know, the kid rap thing, but he kept the doors open you know where c murder don't get me wrong hard all day cutting he was you know really spitting out the stuff from the street but at the time don't forget where we're moving to we're moving in the shiny suit era so you're not gonna get that c murder love like you were getting first so the shocker was more number look i don't i I don't have silk the shocker's numbers in front of me i'm looking at C-Murder's album that came out in 98. It was number one on the R&B hip-hop charts. It was number three on the 200 charts. Yes. And Silk the Shocker's numbers for that same period. Uh, number one. Number three on uh, Billboard 200. But we're talking about underrated. Like, I don't know if the numbers matter so much with underrated. I know. I know. And that's what... I mean, but he, you know, he was just saying how, you know... Silk, Silk doesn't get a lot of credit for help, you know, helping No Limit stay relevant, I guess. Definitely. That's what I'm saying, is that everybody goes straight from straight from, from P to C and never, and, you know, and then it's like like you said, Silk the Shocker is now a meme rapper, but no one, you're not taking for account what he did while he was on the label during that time. People kept listening to him and he kept giving them music that they could, you know, groove to, you know. And he, but I don't, I don't think he's, a, I don't think he's a meme rapper. I think that's kind of a hot take because I think meme rapper. I think Vanilla Ice or Hammer or Nelly. Not you could be right. 
You could be right. I don't know. I just know people don't take Silk's contribution seriously. Same thing with Romeo. Again, Romeo made a bunch of kid stuff, but so did um, Lil Bow Wow. They kept the doors open at both of their record labels doing kitty rap, you know? So I'm, I'm showing. Well, Bow Wow is a meme for other reasons. <laughs> but anyway, we're getting off the rails here. <laughs> Add, charge it to the game. So uh, do, do we got the numbers? Uh, do we have a number? I'm 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 asking, are we putting Silk the Shocker on? Yeah. Stick him on. All right. And that's it. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're gonna go to ninety-nine bangers. Wait, we still have ninety-eight bangers, right? Or what? Or ninety-nine? We we're good. We got eight bangers and eight underrated. So we're doing ninety-nine. Now we're on to ninety-nine. Okay. What say you, DJ Reaper? I'm going chronic 2001 all day every day yeah 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 i can do that all right number one dr dre uh kev next to you oh this might not be a popular choice but i'm going to say nas i am oh man yes what's wrong with you man you got okay take it off take it off then I'm not saying take it off. I'm saying bangers. And number two? I, I'm a, <laughs> wait, but we already had one though. We already we uh Snoop Dogg. And th- this should be the we we should be on number three then. We already said Snoop Dogg. No, for 99? No limit top dog. Yeah, no, we were talking about no limit top dog. Oh, oh, oh my bad, my bad. I'm sorry, forgot about Snoop, no limit top dog. All right, so we on number three. Top dog. So my choice is out. So we can go. So who's next? Oh no, no, because I'm I'm gonna throw this on the table. I'm not. I'm I'm more willing to put him on the underrated. Yeah, I was gonna say that too because okay, I am is not terrible, but it's it didn't have no bangers. I don't know, man. Hate me now was a was a super duper banger, and Puff was out at the time doing his thing, and Nas's life is one of Nas' best songs. Okay, can I replace it then, or I have to wait till my next turn? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. What about Mob Deep Murder Music? That's on for for bangers, absolutely. <laughs> all right, take it off. Take I it mean, off. I'm, I need to hear argument on this one. Yeah, tell their biggest, some of their biggest stuff on it. Uh, Quiet Storm. Quiet Storm is on there, but what else? Uh, nothing else. You're saying. I really like this album, though. I don't remember how this song with A Ball. I don't know what it sound like. You're not making a good argument. I know I'm not. You're losing your argument right now. I am. That's why I said take it off. Take it off. All right, keep it moving. No murder music uh, for me. I'm, I might be okay with uh, murder music for underrated. Maybe. Maybe. We'll we'll we'll, we'll put it up here, but we will. Uh... But man, you came out the box with two. We talking bangers, Kev. You came out the box with two. I know. You got shot me down, man. All right. So next up for me, I'm going Eminem, the Slim Shady LP. That is the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Eminem goes on at number three. Damn. I thought we 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 put we moved out. He's only at three. All right. Number three, Slim Shady. Uh, next up is you, Reaper. And then there was X, DMX. DMX. I'm good. Yeah. 
I mean, this dude came out the box just throwing nothing but fire. Those first, what, four albums, five albums? Yeah, something like that. All right, Kev, you up? Most deaf, black on both sides. Definitely. I can, I can get down with that. I can get down with that. You know what, though? Dang, let me look up. Hold on. Let me. I, I, you know what? I don't have, I'm sorry, Reaper, to jump in like this. I don't have numbers on that one. Let me get the number. What you mean? What numbers? I want to see what it sold. Yeah, because you know what? It is a good record, but I think it might be more deserving of underrated than, or maybe, but you know what? Really? I think this is one of those really important distinctions of where it was at the time versus where it is in the history of hip hop. You know what I mean? I think maybe at the time it got more love, but over time, I feel like it's more of an underrated. I feel like it's, again, somebody that discovered Black Star or discovered uh, Most or that discovered the choice that I'm about to say next would find all of this stuff together more so than like top albums of the decade. I don't know because I think Umi says is a is a is a genre genre bending song like but again I but again I I completely agree but I feel like that's why it will be discovered on a you know top 50 albums you haven't heard but you should hear kind of list more so than a definitive albums of 1999 I think so I think so so you so so you're saying throw it on underrated then it's a good argument too I mean it it it, it did go gold but it took it all year to go gold. It, it didn't go gold until. All right, throw it on the underrated list then. That's that's cool with me. All right, most deaf going on underrated. Are we so are we doing are we do doing bangers and underrated at the same time? Or are we just doing? So you up next? What you got? <laughs> Unfortunately, we doing it both at the same time. It's, if 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 a if an album calls for another category, I guess it's moving down. So it's it's the, the underrated filling up. At the same time as the, the the bangers is, so I'm going with uh, Q-Tip Amplified. I don't like that record, man. No, I'm not saying that it wasn't a banger and it didn't do well and stuff, but man, I do not like that record. We talking about was it a banger? Was it a banger? <sighs> I'm. Was it a banger, people? Not did you like the album? We can get into that down the road. You know, we still got to talk about the impact of what these what these projects did i'm just it had two hits on it i'll give it had two real 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 good hits on it yeah put stick it on it. you know and they were and they were super hits too man stick it on there stick it on there. thank you sir. I appreciate that. q-tip makes the list amplified reba you had one what was it oh i had one for uh i've got a couple for underrated uh how about how about uh the block is high little wayne I, I would put that on bangers. Well, yeah, I'm saying for bangers. Oh, okay. I'm like underrated. Yeah, block is hot. I'm definitely giving it out a banger. Care? Yeah. All right, Little Wayne. Block is hot. We have one more for bangers. Are we? Do you want to put Volume Three on there? No. If it belongs there. Then you got to put it there. No. What do you mean? No. What else? Tell me what else goes on over it. Uh, put Missy up there. You gonna put Missy over Volume Three? That what you telling me? We put Missy over Volume Three. Who else you gonna put there? 
Hold on. Give me a second. Oh, Jaru, Benavidovich. Wait, 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 wait. We're the so okay. So it's Jaru Volume Three. Then what about that first uh, Method Man and Red Man album? Blackout. Yeah, that's ninety nine. Yes, that's ninety nine. Mm. The, the Method Man Red Man goes underrated. I don't think it goes on bangers. Yeah, that's just my opinion. I would agree with that. Like I put the Hot Boys uh, Guerrilla Warfare over uh, that Method Man joint. I don't know if I can agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying it's a winner. Okay, okay. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Got one for you that nobody is going to like, but it sold extremely well, and I saw it in the corner of my eye. Will Smith Millennium. The what? Straight bangers. Will Smith Millennium. What was on it? Yeah, it's not that good of a record, especially compared to Big Willie style. Like it's it's some it's some cool songs on there or whatever. But uh, if it was Big Willie style, you get two thumbs from me because I don't care what nobody says. It's a good record. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm then I, I I'm not gonna fight for any of this stuff. I'm just saying, I I I think Jay should make it, or either Missy. I don't know anybody else that should make it. I'm I'm, I'm my pick is my pick is Jaru. That's up to y'all. I think that either one of those, the Vinny Vinny Vici, oh man, I, I, let me look at the track list. I got to look at the track list. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know there. Don't want any dry air. You know, don't want, don't want. Hold up. All right. Right now, we're looking at Ja Rule, but I'm going to throw a ringer out there because I was leaning towards Ja Rule until I saw this one. The Rough Riders, Volume 1. Rough Riders, Volume 1 was uh, 99? Yes. I think the compilation or or Eve. I'm looking at the track list in June '99. Rough Riders Volume One. I picked this over Jaru. Rough Riders Volume One. I'm looking at the track list right now. Let's see. Ride or Die Volume One. Number Four. The Jay Z joint. That was a hit. But again, if you want to be, if you want to do that. That track is a hidden track on volume three, so you could just pick volume three. It's murder, holla. I don't know. Yeah, Vinny Vinny Vici, I'm now leaning that way. Let me let me look here and see where. It was certified platinum. You know what? I mean, the all all three this is my this is my argument. All three DMX records we picked deserve to be on there. Does volume two and volume three Jay Z both deserve to be on there more than the Ja Rule first record. I'm going to say no. We put volume two on there for 98. I think we can push night volume three to the side for, for Ja Rule. I think so. Yeah. We can go. Yeah. Ja Rule. Yeah. So Ja Rule is our number eight for bangers. Now we're going on to finish up the underrated and I think that uh, I would start off with saying Eve, Rough Riders First Lady. I mean, you know what? I say I say it deserves to be acknowledged. However, I think there's quite a few other things. If we're only picking eight, we might be able to pick eight others. Or maybe it'll slip in there at number eight. How many we got so far on the underrated list? On the underrated list right now, we have Nas. Most Deaf and Mob Deep. Nas I Am, Most Deaf, Black on Both Sides, and Mob Deep Murder Music. Okay. Yep. 
Well, my choice for uh, most underrated of 1999, Doom, Operation Doomsday. Definitely underrated. MF Doom. Most definite. Most definitely. Man, rest in peace, Doom, man. Oh, yes. Most definitely. Man, I just, here, give me, give me 30 seconds for this public service announcement. Man, you out there in Radio Land listening to this broadcast, if you have not heard Operation Doomsday or Mmm Food from MF Doom, shame on you. <laughs> and I can say that. I can say that because I shame myself. It took me the longest time. There was a point where MF Doom was like, if you listen to quote unquote underground hip hop, was king. People were like, oh, you like underground? You like Doom? You like underground, you like doom, you like underground, you like doom. And I I almost shunned it for so many years. The first I remember the first time I turned on mm food, I was disappointed in myself that I took so long to listen to it. And the same with Doomsday. Stick those two records on today. The previous announcement has been paid for by DJ Reaper. Back to the regularly <laughs> scheduled program. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. Uh I don't know if you guys heard this one. Prince Paul, The Prince Amongst, Amongst Thieves. I enjoyed that album. Prince Paul is one of my favorite producers. He did not make it into our conversation, but Prince Paul is the man. I mean, this was a good story, man. It told a story. It told a great story. Um, I'm deferring to y'all. I think it's on. That Prince Paul joint is crazy. Put it on. All right. Prince Paul is on. Could we do greatest hits albums or not? No, no greatest hits albums. Ah, gang stars out there. <laughs> unless it had a unless it had a significant amount of new songs. Nah, this gang star one didn't have none. Yeah. So I'm going with the roots, things fall apart. What was that album cover? You know what, man? I'm this 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 is from the sixty watts riots. This might be a hot take, man. I don't really like any of the roots records. What? No, that's not a hot take. I I can see why I can see why somebody could say that though. See, y'all, you you guys are on on some stuff right now, man. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I, look, I'm not saying I don't enjoy the roots, but I can understand someone's opinion that they're not cool with the roots because the the roots are an acquired taste. Like you might like their songs, but everybody's not gonna like a roots album though. Definitely the album, yes. But when you're talking about this particular one uh, with the next movement with DJ Jazzy Jeff, and then you're talking about this was the one with uh, this is the one with uh, with uh, Erica Badu on it. Come on! But it was kind of a dark album too, though. Underrated though, the Erica Badu. Now you want to talk about relevance in circles? So, so say I, from time to time I, in the past, I haven't done them recently. But if I'm doing a neo soul gig. This joint, you get, you can't not play this joint. You have to play. You got me if you're doing a neo soul uh, party, and they're they you know they're not as frequently as they used to be, uh, especially for the D.C. metro area. But if you're in Atlanta, if you're in Birmingham, Alabama, if you're in um, uh, Chicago, if you're in uh, Texas, these are places where neo soul and the, uh, the 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 spoken word movement is still alive and strong. You gotta play this. I could, I could go for it though. This is definitely withstood the, the test of time. 
of the root song, I would tell you there's only about two to three root songs that could make it and people would still listen to them today. And most of them are the ones that have singers on them heavily with, with heavily R&B singers on them. That's all I'm saying. I'm good. I could I could I could say add it though. But if y'all don't want it, I'm I'm not gonna fight on Reaper. I mean, I don't I've already said I don't really care for any uh roots wet records, so <laughs> whatever. You know you know you do I'm I'm but I'm I'm listening because I, I don't have to die on this hill. If you say nah, we keep it moving. Keep it moving. All right, keep it moving. Kev, you up next. It's on you. Yeah, I just picked the roots. Didn't make it. Oh. I wanted to say A Ball to MJG in my lifetime. Ah, I like that album. No. No. Okay. All right. Next. No, hold on. You gotta tell me why. You gotta tell me why. You heard that. I mean, I don't I'm 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 not gonna argue either way for it. Y'all can have it. I'm just <laughs> there's other records that we're not acknowledging that deserve to be on there more so. We'll table that MJG. Go ahead and tell me yours, Rap Reaper. Did you did you did you already add uh Blackout, Method Man, and Red Man. I can add that one. I have no problem with putting that one on here at this spot at underrated. So that's on now. Method Man, Red Man. You want to pick something else? We want to keep it moving. You know what? Since since I've got an automatic for that, I'll I'll throw. And I think this is the definition of underrated, man. I'm gonna say next Friday soundtrack. Yeah, but doesn't that fall under compilation album? Like. <laughs> it's all new music and it's a hip hop record through and through. That's true. But it's new music though. And you got some uh cash money tracks on there. You got an underrated track from Eminem on there, early Eminem, uh Chin Check with the reunion, quote unquote, with uh NWA post E Z E. Uh Ice Cube, you can do it. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm not gonna die on that hill. I'm with you. Fridays. Next Friday. Next Friday soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. I I liked all the soundtracks. I liked all of them. So we can add it. All right. I'm next Friday and I'm up and I'm going with Black Alicious Nia. This was an important thing for backpack rap. This album was very important for backpack rap. How many we got so far? Uh one, three, four, five, six. Six and one table. That's eight ball MJG. So we need two. That's tough. Cause I like I like uh, uh, Handsome Boy Marlin School more than I like the Black Alicious albums. You know, if we going further into the conversation, Handsome Boy is not checked for. Whereas this Black Alicious, they've actually done documentaries on you know Little Brother, and this one comes up. You know how 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 important this was the backpack rap. Stick it on there, then. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna fight it more than what I just said there. If you guys don't, <laughs> no, but I mean, you stated a good case. I, I mean, I really can't argue with that though. All right, so Black Alicia, we need one more. Oh, I was man, I was looking man like crazy trying to find that uh, Rough Riders Ride or Die. You said June. I've got it listed as April. That's why I couldn't find it because I was only looking through June releases. I saw something that just said June. Maybe I looked at the wrong thing. It don't matter. What I'm saying is, I man, I could not find it for the life of me, man. But anyway. Then the one thing we haven't talked about, and she hadn't been mentioned, Missy Elliott. I was just going to say that. Are you going to add Missy? But I don't. Hot Boys was a hot track, but I'm pulling for straws on the rest of that album, man. Like, ugh, not not over uh, 
What's the first one? Super duper fly? No. Nah. Well, no doubt, no doubt. But this was a decent sophomore, uh, uh, you know, sophomore album. That's all I would say is decent. I'm not going to, I wouldn't die on that one either. So if somebody else has something else, I'm, I'm willing. How about uh, Rakim the Master? <sighs> you know, he, he had one cut on there, but the rest of the album was, the beat selection was terrible. Yeah, it's, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but we need an eighth. I mean, and wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me do a count again because I got I, I did something here on the side. One Nas, Most Def, MF Doom, Mob Deep. That's four. Prince Paul, five. Method Man, six. Friday, seven. No, we have eight. I'm sorry, I did the little wrong calculation over here with without uh, and and slid Mob Deep to the side. We have eight people. Now we're moving into what we thought going back to '98 the impact of our picks for 98, the impact for today. What is hot today, baby, If amongst our picks? So let's jump back into it. 98, let's just go with from the top. And that's uh, Juvenile, 400 Degrees. Reaper already gave the, the, the all the information you need to know, baby. Back that ass up. It's still relevant today. <laughs> well, here, list, list, let's do... Banger and banger, and then underrated, and underrated. So list all of the eight for ninety eight that we chose, and then all of the ninety nine that we chose. Okay. Do you want me to do it in a particular order, or just what we have? No, just whatever you have uh, written down. So this this top eight that we chose, y'all, is not in any particular order. Just eight of the bangers, or the most notable bangers, whatever you want to call it, for each year, and. Uh, Go ahead and list those for us. Here we go. Juvenile, 400 Degrees, Outcast, Quimini, and then uh, Capital Punishment, Big Pun, Jay-Z, Volume 2, Hard Knock Life, Beastie Boys, Hello Nasty, DMX, is Dark, and Hell is Hot. You know what I did? I put a U on Snoop and not a U on uh, Underrated on um, Beastie Boys. My bad. I messed that one up. Underrated. The game is sold. To finish off the bangers, we have DMX, Flesh of My Flesh, Lauren Hill, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill, and Busta Rhymes, ELE. All right. Then we move on to 99. To keep it simple, I'm just going to give the artist Dr. Dre, 2001, Snoop Dogg, Top Dog, Eminem, Slim Shady LP, DMX, Most Def, Q-Tip. Lil Wayne, Block is Hot, Ja Rule, Vinny Vinny Vici. Those are our bangers. All right, let's go uh, with uh, what y'all want to do. Y'all want to do 400 Degrees versus. I'm at the 98 got 99. I don't think it's nothing in 99 that beats Lauryn Hill. I think it's just the year overall, eh? <laughs> I hear what you're saying, but if. If you're going to go that route, 2001 is the obvious choice. 2001 beats Lauryn Hill? I think they're neck and neck. I, I don't know. 2000, I'm not saying 2001 wasn't a good album, but... Come on, man. Come on, man. Like, okay, if, you, if you're going to pick one song okay. to represent uh, Lauryn Hill, what song is it? Both of y'all can pick. Uh, the doo-wop song. Doo-wop? 
doo-wop, if you're most people who love her and are are any age, if you play that doo-wop song, everybody knows it. So pick a song, Kev. What's the song that represents? Lost Ones. Okay. So doo-wop, Lost Ones. Again, the single is fine. And I'll say 2001, the next episode, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, is bigger than both of those songs combined. And that's the end of the argument. <laughs> when you say bigger, what do you mean by bigger? Because doo-wop has sold more has sold more songs. I'm seeing it's so it, that single has sold more than Dr. Dre's. Do do what the single has sold more than than what? You said uh the next episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. So tell us the numbers then if you're looking at both of them. I'm, I gotta go back and forth. I'm sorry. Let me go. I, I I'll say this. I'll say this. It's just as far as okay, to make a good argument. What 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 are you more likely to play in a club? A two thousand one record, but that's not that's not that's not a good argument because again, because part of it, it is a good argument because it because you have to even it out or 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 something because you have to like you just said name one song from Miss Education and compared to two thousand one and you said next episode versus either Lost Ones or Doo Wop. But what I'm saying is. Part of the Lauren Hill record is arguably Neo Soul. So you wouldn't pick a lot of that stuff. So that's not really fair. But what I'm saying is in the pantheon of hip hop, maybe not at the time or maybe we're going to see soon on sales. But you're talking about top, you know, 10, 15 hip hop records ever. Next episode is on the list or at least arguably on the list. Doo-wop is not even close. It's not. Or Lost Ones. It's not. No matter who you ask, DJs, producers, rappers, casual hip hop listeners, casual hip hop listeners may not have even heard Doo Wop or Lost Ones or Everything is Everything or any of the songs on Miseducation, which is tragic. Everybody knows the next episode, period. Like I'm saying next episode over. I don't know. I think I think more people know about forget about Dre or still dre over next episode i mean but that 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 helps your argument though <laughs> and, and it does because i was going to say even if not still dre you know but but even if not i'm saying people know next episode more than g thing maybe more than Janet juice maybe more than auto song next episode is the one man. I, I next episode is a hot song but i i still think forgot about dre and still dre uh, might be bigger than next episode yeah i mean that's opinion but i mean i think it's really interesting that y'all jumped out of the box and said 98 has 99 i'm thinking the other way around i think 99 has 98 ah that's a tough one fellas it's real tough one. i'm still looking here ria is a is uh moving slow for me tonight but uh i i, I don't know it, i mean it, it is a good debate okay so okay so you put you compare two thousand one to Lauryn Hill. Okay, what could, what ninety nine compares to four hundred degrees? I mean, the obvious answer is black is hot, but but again, even if we don't go like album for album, because I mean, you could go album for album with the Jay Z's or Jay Z Ja Rule or like DMX because he has stuff across both, or Cash Money No Limit because they have stuff across both. But overall, and again, when we talk about lasting hip hop. And then there was X. 
you could simply say because Party Up is again one of the biggest hip hop records. Period. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind on on advertisements, movies, you know, trolling jokes, serious things like that song has been everywhere. And then the stuff I just listed on 2001, and then the lasting impact of this is the first time we got Eminem with the Slim Shady LP. Marshall Mathers was a bigger deal, but the introduction of Eminem, <laughs> 2001, and Party Up, I think outweighs everything in 1998 besides Lauren Hill. I think you sold me. Yep. I, I'll admit it. You sold me. It's, it's kind of hard to argue that now. Yep. Mic drop. Thank you. <laughs> Guys. I mean, you could have just said 2001 and Eminem alone. Yeah, man. One of those cancels out Lauryn Hill, and then it's like, what else do you have? Because again, I mean, I mean, because again, our whole argument was a. I I mean, I'm not the biggest Volume Two fan, but I mean, Volume Two is a big record, but. But again, but again, I think even if you sneak Volume Three back in there, and you go, maybe not song for song, but single for single, and. It would come down to Hard Night Life versus Big Pimpin', probably. And Hard Night Life was probably a better song, but Big Pimpin' was huge. Was huge. I think Volume Three sold records just because of Big Pimpin', because the other singles are kind of meh. Yeah, Volume Three is kind of meh. No, you're right. Definitely the 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 one of the the weaker Jay Z records, if you ask me. But and you know, I, every once in a while, I throw on Volume Three because I want I want that song. Uh, Throw their hands up. I want that song to be a banger so bad, and it's just not. <laughs> it almost sounds like an incomplete beat, and it's crazy because somebody needs to like, you know, any producers out there listening, look up. It's called "Do Your Thing." Throw your hands up. It's track three or four on Volume Three, uh, Jay Z from nineteen ninety nine. The intro to it, y'all got five seconds to dig to the dance floor. But it's so hard, and you just want the beat to come in and just be a banger, and it's not. It is the most underwhelming drop. Somebody needs to take that intro and remix it <laughs> and like do that song justice, man, because, man, it's really too bad. But um, All right, fellas, I'm so sorry, man. It took me so long, but uh, the problem was uh, the next episode did not sell that well. Actually, it only did... Uh, 300,000 singles and um, Lauren Hill's doo-wop did uh, 575,000 singles sold. That's within the year. Since then, they both have went platinum. Okay. And the miseducation of Lauren Hill sold, it was diamond. And we, you know, 2000, 2001 did not go diamond. Yeah, that's cool. However, did you hear my argument uh, while you were researching or no? Yes, I did. I heard your argument and do you have a rebuttal or yeah, I still would say that what DMX did is so notable that I know I get I get how you guys placed them neck and neck, but I, I still say those two DMX ones are just so hot. It's just so so much in there. And then you got the Lauren Hill. True, but but again, the 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 double up albums in ninety-eight led to the role that became 99 and there's nothing that he's ever done that's bigger than party up that's right and you know what somebody and somebody told me when dmx passed that if party up was your favorite dmx record you don't really like dmx 
And I think that's really disrespectful because especially in 99, it became memes and advertisement and, and blah, blah, blah later. But at the time, Party Up was just the biggest song ever. Like, I think that's really unfair to say because I think, I don't know if I would say Party Up is my favorite DMX song now because of the memes and stuff, but it might be my second favorite DMX song. Like, Party Up is a great, it's just a great record. I'm with you. So I'm going to go and agree with you, and I'm going to give 99 this. This was definitely an interesting chat. I mean, I like running my mouth, especially when it comes to hip hop. But um, I sort of went into this already knowing 99 was going to be the winner. And I researched it in a way like, let me see if I can prove or find an argument why 98 is better. but. No, nah. because even we didn't even get down into underrated stuff. I think once you get down into because, again, I, I listed uh, 40 days and 40 nights exhibit. But I think once you get down into underrated stuff for 99, you talk about uh, black on both sides, most deaf. You talk about doom, doomsday. You talk about blackout, red man and met the man. We didn't even acknowledge uh, Inspector Deck, the first solo inspect the deck album after all those years it's some wild underrated stuff in 99 and uh that plus 2001 and plus shady yeah i don't really think uh and again and again you know what else too i underrated had uh, the next friday soundtrack on there so this was like the semi-resurgence of of ice cube you know he was around with uh, we be clubbing, but you can do it. And then NWA came back and then Eminem is on that record too. But then we could even say born again, the biggie album. Um, Eminem had that guest verse on dead wrong, which is, you know, like the lasting impact of, and then M- Eminem is on 2001 too. You know what I mean? So the lasting impact of, of that. And again, I know I sound like a stand right now, but what I'm saying is just the lasting impact of, Eminem, arguably more than anybody else we're talking about, is just immense. So the answer is 1999. Thank you for playing. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Mix Era Rap Podcast. Make sure y'all smash that like button, that subscribe button. Kev, where can we uh find Mix Era Rap Podcast on social media? <laughs> Uh, Twitter is Mix Era Rap, <laughs> and Instagram is Mix Era Rap Pod. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on uh, social media at the three one three kid. Instagram, Twitter, WeChat if you're on that Asia tip, and Mixcloud if you like DJ mixes. One more time, the three one three kid. T H E three one three K I D. Be wise. What you got for the people, man? We really appreciate you all. Thank you. Good night and God bless. We're out of here. Peace.